This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hey guys, and welcome to Five Yard Rush, your fantasy football podcast. Now here's your hosts, Stocks and Sparks. Welcome back. Wait, that was really bad. I'll do that again. <laughs> I literally blasted out the end of the soundbar. <laughs> I didn't realise I was so close to the microphone. <sighs> Did you see that? That's the first time I've ever seen that go yellow at the end of the bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look. Boo! <laughs> oh, yeah. Blasted up. It's not even at my max line. God, that was loud. Sparky was going to do a introduction this week but it took about four minutes of radio silence and it felt a little bit like the Atlanta Falcons holdout with Julio Jones but we you know normality was resumed I took the reins and we're back how you doing Sparky yeah I'm alright good nice short sharp as usual yeah have you come armed with your wide receiver list I've got a list <laughs> might have something for you something to chew over for a bit terrible this is, it just doesn't get any better. I thought three weeks into our rankings he'd turn up with some actual ammunition, but he, uh, apparently he's brought nerfs to a knife fight. So we'll try again. Yeah, something like that. But thanks it's to everyone. interesting. Yeah, it is. It, well, knowing your rankings, it, it could well be complete hogwash. There's a fair chance. <laughs> so thanks to everybody who's downloaded us again this week. Had yeah, some loads. downloads in Kenya, which is unreal. <laughs> The Americans got involved, the Brits are there representing, 
shout out to everybody who downloaded. Thanks for all your comments and stuff on social media. Don't forget you can find us at Five Yard Rush on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And you can find the podcast on Stitcher, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and still no Spotify. <laughs> yeah, some things will never change. And thanks for the new subscribers as well. Absolutely. Much appreciated. So today's show, got a quick little bit of news, mostly about the Falcons. Bit about, sorry, my wife's rolling some furniture in the background, if you can hear that, we apologise. <laughs> literally it com- yeah completely thrown me off i don't even remember the other bit of news now um oh, sam darnold yeah sam darnold signed his rookie contract with the jets which is good means he can turn up to training um the breaking news at hubbard's five uk time is that uh the patriots have just released wide receiver jordan matthews which is good for you nick you just dropped him. i just dropped him in our dynasty league yeah yeah well so it was meant to be it was meant to be um after the news we've got the crazy weighted for wide receiver rankings I know everybody's hyped to hear them or Maybe mine, yours, not mine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> nice little ancillary piece there um, I would say there was more but last week we blasted into the hour mark before editing and hadn't done much more so we'll get on to the news Falcons been busy Julio Jones has finally agreed a contract renewal. I, I don't think it's actually a renewal, but they've sort of renumerated his current contract. Which, restructure. Restructure, that's the word I was looking for. Thanks, Sparky. Really good news for Fantasy because he's going to be in training, which means he'll be up to speed with Matt Ryan. Good for himself because he's one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the league. Oh, I better change my list then. Technique-wise, you know, not for Fantasy. And just... Change my list. Okay, I wonder what was going on. And then, yeah, just football in general, really. Sad bit of news at Falcons camp. Calvin Ridley's injured his leg. Going to take a couple of weeks off. Not great for him as highly touted rookie coming into this season. Be good if he gets fit for the season. Any thoughts on those two, Sparky? No, I was trying to find some other news for you. Okay, cool. So Sam Donald has put pen to paper at the Jets. Again, good news for fantasy owners. Even better news for the Jets, really, because it means he can now start taking reps with the ones, if not the twos. And then, you know, I I think there's a good chance he will beat Josh McCown at some point to the starting job in New York this season. What do you reckon the over/under is? How many games do you think he'll start this season? Nine. Nine. You think he'll start over nine? Yeah. Wow, that's high. I've got him at seven and a half. Either way, we would say eight as a group group number, which wouldn't be too bad. I have actually written another article for Dynasty Happy Hour on the Jets' yes. fa- fantasy pieces and sort of how I think most of them are bargains this season, especially with Elijah Maguire now being injured, Isaiah Crowell set to take on an even larger workload. So I think he could be a real steal this year, or he'll be rubbish, one of the two, and you're going to take him so late it won't matter if he's rubbish. Anything else, Sparky? Yeah, I've got a little snippet of news I was looking for. I knew I was seeing something. Uh, fans of the Bengals, uh, you'll be pleased to know, once again, Tyler Eifert has passed his medical and he's back off the uh, is it PUP list. Yep. And he's fit and fighting and ready to go for the next three weeks until he injures himself again. Yeah, uh, I, he's almost got a touchdown a game. So if he does stay fit for 16, so he'll be the tight end <laughs> one. But can't see it happening myself. Talking of the pup list, have you seen Alshon Jeffries currently on it? Oh, yeah, because he's in my team. I've just signed him in the <laughs> dynasty auction league I'm in, and I didn't realise he was on the pup until after I'd spent like six and a half million dollars on him, which is a little bit of a 
annoyance. But hopefully he doesn't. He's not on the season pup. He's just on the training camp pup. So that will be good for me and every other Alshon Jones owner out there. Doug Baldwin, getting onto wide receivers, has a sore knee and will be sidelined for a few weeks. He's going to miss some of the training camp. Interesting. Uh, yeah, he's in my list. He's in somewhere in mine as well. <laughs> he's in your scribbles. Uh, yeah, oh, he's, he's higher than I thought, actually. Is he really? <laughs> Which probably means he's a little bit higher than I've got him. Yeah, I didn't change that. That's all right. You can't do it on the fly. That's what we're all about. Well, you know how it is. You start writing something, you stop, you come back to it, then you completely disagree with your own opinion, and then you cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> Those long nights just <laughs> drift by, don't they? Christ. Anyway. Sorry for the blasphemy. I think that's pretty much it news-wise. I mean, there's probably a lot more we can get into, but I think everybody out there would like to hear our wide receiver rankings more than the news. I don't know. Let us know if you want more news. We can certainly dive deeper into that. I don't think there's anything major. Wide receiver rankings. Yes. Uh, do you want to do quickly your top top two wide receivers? Top two now, not top three. Well, we were going to go for two and a potential. Okay, so we'll Sparky and I were talking on our on our chat about what to do this week and he came up with the idea of picking sort of a one, two and three wide receiver dream team uh, and I took that as sort of a top three wide receiver from, you know, if you're in a 12 team league it would be a top 12, top 24, top 36 but he actually means as in depth chart one, two and threes. Yeah. So It's hard to explain that over a short three word text. Yeah, I, I also think we need to sort of say we need to pick a quarterback that we both think should be the quarterback. So I think it depends on which wide receivers I pick as to who's throwing the ball. Okay. I didn't think that far ahead. But that's right. I was going to say that in the chat and then I thought we'll just do it live on the pod. It's fine. I can probably just dig something out. So who would you like? I mean, you pick. You pick the quarterback you want as our quarterback and then we'll pick our individual one, two and threes. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I suppose then you can pick anybody you want. Yeah. All right then. So... I'll let you go first with you. I'll let you go first, so then I can sort of gauge an idea of who you want, and I'll pick mine on the fly. OBJ number one. Yeah, standard. My him. I'm gonna start needing a bit more from you, Sparky. No, well, look, he is an immense talent. He is right, and if he stays fit this year, I think he will be the number one wide right receiver if yeah. Manning pulls his finger out. Over Antonio Brown. Yeah, fair enough. Can't argue but with that. I think that more hinges on Manning and the Giants' performance because the Steelers are going to win more games than lose. I think. Yeah. The problem with the Giants is they don't know what they're going to do. No, uh, yeah, fair. There's a chance they could lose every game like 35-30, so they still going to score a load of points. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm not sure. That's all down to the new offense, and there's lots of variables in that, which yeah. is why I chose Rogers. I've got more faith. In the yeah, no, 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 that's absolutely fine. Um, yeah. Do you, want, do you want to do? Are ones each or well? If well, if I do my number two, then you can kind of understand where I've come from. Go on then. You you pick Stephen Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Because really, in any other team, he'd be a one. Yeah, a man's music. Everyone knows great talent. Well, we'll be able to tell from your list in a little bit if you've got both Vikings wide receivers on your list who you've got as their one by your face over the radio. I suggest you don't have probably either on your list. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 they're both there. They're both there. And they're next to each other as well on the list. Excellent, so they're close. Okay. Yeah, so I you've think got, that's a fair reflection. You've got Diggs as your two. That's interesting, because I would suggest that Diggs was their one. So there's like a, a little glitch in the uh... matrix here. Okay, and then who's your third? Who have you got as your sort of... Well, again, I started looking for the wide receiver three and kind of got lost in that. It's such a huge... Void. Yeah, because we were looking at like 
depth charts. And yeah, so the depth charts and like the averages of some of the sides. You know, like you can argue um, like the Falcons. All three of their like first three wide receivers are all sort of in the top sort of sixty overall rankings. Yep. Um, I do like Calvin Ridley. I think he's uh, going to have a good year mm-hmm. as a rookie as well. And that's the other thing, like. The rookies that have come in, I don't know more, to be honest. You know more than me. But he's definitely got the potential to go well as well. Okay, so your team's OBJ, Stefan Diggs, and Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. No, no, I like it. I like it. So, I think uh, I'm going to take Julio Jones as my one. Okay. Uh, The stats he put up, I mean, it would be... To take Antonio Brown, it it doesn't really... Everyone would take him as their one. So, I'm going to take Julio. He's, He's an absolute physical beast. And he's just lacking touchdowns. But, I mean, if you have Aaron Rodgers throwing to him, that sort of solves that problem. So I'll take I'll take Julio as my one. Who am I going to take as my two? Who do I think is a good ancillary piece? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take Sterling Shepard as my two. And I'm going to play him in the slot, yeah. which is his preferred position. He can... I thought you might say Golden Tate, but... Yeah, no, I, I'm not sure Tate's really a slot. Doesn't really delve much into the slot. I don't think I could well be wrong there. But from what I remember, I don't think he's too much of a slot receiver. And as soon as I'm going to play three wide all the time, I'm going to play. Yeah, I'm going to play Shep Dog as my Y, Julio as my X, and then on my right hand side as my Z, I'm going to play John Ross from the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, you've changed your mind since we last talked. Who did I say last time? Uh, the rookie at Denver. Oh, Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to take John Ross as my three now. He's definitely there too, but considering he was a rookie last season and didn't really play, I think he warrants the... I mean, in fantasy, he's definitely a wide receiver three. And he's fast, like electric fast. He ran a 4-2-40 at the combine. Obviously, then did his hammy as he pulled up after running. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. He's he's lightning quick. I mean, you've got... For me, he's going to have a breakout this season. I think the Bengals are going to be much, much better. And if I've got Julio on the left, can catch anything from, you know, a slant, a dig... An out, a post, a nine. You got Shep Dog running the middle, short, intermediate routes, routes. Sorry, I should say. And then you got John Ross basically just busting people over the top, and Aaron Rodgers can throw to anywhere on the field. Yeah, my one, he two, and three's fire. Yeah, can't argue with that. I like the logic. Thank you very much. I had a question, and it's escaped me. That's fine. But if you which mm. all right, so which if you had to choose a rookie court rookie quarterback to throw. To those three, yeah. Oof. See, I don't know if whether I might. I don't know whether it would change because I had a rookie, but say that was my wide receiver core, and I had to pick a rookie to slot in. Yeah, would you go with the gun? <laughs> you, Josh Allen. Yeah. What, just to see if he can get, got, yeah. get Ross on a deep. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's it, like a one-trick pony, though, isn't it? I <laughs> actually, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. I'm going to yeah. stand on the soapbox that I'll probably die on. I've drafted him in Dynasty or dynasty, as I've been told to <laughs> say. And I think his legs opened up the field for more play actions, which suit Jones, definitely John Ross, and Shep Dog. So I'm taking Lamar Jackson. How about you? Fair enough. I knew you were going to ask me. I'm not sure. I don't know why I asked you that question, because I didn't know the answer myself to who I would take. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, yeah. probably. It's pretty good. Probably Baker Mayfield, yeah. Just thinking who else might suit who I have but yeah no probably yeah well. I can sleep with that not a bad shout oh Josh Rosen close second yeah I mean he's the most like NFL him. ready they say but yeah yeah I think uh, it's interesting at the Cardinals with, uh, with Sam Bradford what happens there so it just depends on Sammy Biscuits whether <laughs> he makes it through the season but he's never well, done I'm, it you know I've not 
followed NFL and seen what he can do. So, as far as I see it, if Josh is fit and performs as well, there's more chance of, I think, the Cardinals investing the time now with Rosen than with Bradford. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It should be good. It should be, I think, you know, I think the Cardinals can turn, turn a corner this year. I think hopefully that won't be as bad as last year. Do you reckon? I hope so, but so, I'm worried about the defence. Just before we slide into our wide, wide receiver ranking, sorry to cut you off, yeah, Sarkin, on, I've had a uh, message from one of the guys in our OG dynasty. I imagine he's going to get into the uh, listener league as well. Yeah. And it's the goldfish, Mr. Oh, Kevin, and he says, any news on my trade offer with your fellow podcaster? I've had a couple today. I haven't really looked. So Sparky hasn't. Should we do it live on the. Yeah, let's crack into it quick. Fly. I imagine it's going to be uh, absolutely awful. Yeah, no, well, it's not. not it's not awful because I looked over it at lunch. Oh, all right. So, so you're back. This is like no, on no, the hand. no. He showed me. I didn't say anything. He just showed me because he didn't want to send it if it wasn't completely viable. So you know, I, as a commissioner of all the leagues, I'd like to be fair and. I don't want people sending absolute pants offers to people. Well, I've got two offers from him. Yeah, he felt that maybe one was a little weak, so sent you slightly stronger. Would you like to tell the crowd what what's happening on your phone? Because through the, I know it doesn't make great uh, entertainment. Medium, I'm just trying to take it all in through the so, medium of right, audio. So everyone is after Levian Bell, which you... I've put this on Twitter before. I've had loads of rants and raves about this. He is the number one, but he is a little bit unknown for next year. But he is still the number one. He's worth a lot. He is worth a lot. Not only is he after Bell, he wants um, Parker from Miami as well. Right. And he's offered me Marshall Lynch, Robert Woods, Keenan Allen, and his first round pick. Thoughts on that? I like Keenan Allen. I like him a lot. Where are you weakest? Well, if I let Bell go, I'd probably be running back. Well, I, I, without, you know, yeah, your team. I need to look at, uh, what's the other offer? So I wonder if I can get can your team up. Yeah. I can get your team up in front of me, actually. It was right here. So, your team currently consists of Carson Wentz. So, your running backs are Levy and Bell, Jeremy McKinnon, Tevin Coleman. And your wideouts are Tyreek Hill, Alshon Jeffrey, Brandon Cooks. And Parker. And Parker. And then who what running backs you got on the bench? Murray, Brieda, Chubb. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. I think with Chubb, if he has number one, then he could score a lot more points than what he's projected at the moment. Yeah. I might even start him over Coleman. Be brave. Be bold. Well, Coleman is technically a handcuff, so I don't know. Interesting. That is an interesting palaver. So, what are your thoughts on the trade? Not keen. I still feel like I'm giving up too much. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's number one. That has to be worth an exceptional trade offer if you want the number one running back in the league. Yeah. We all know running backs are the hardest to get hold of. Limited. The best ones are really hard to come by. There's no, and the ones I'm gonna, get, I'm not even gonna get a. Good, I'm not even getting a good one out of that trade. No, I mean, you're probably getting the starter in with Marshall and Lynch. Because well, we don't know what they're going to do. There's, there's so many changes. Yeah, no, I, I, It's not that for me. Is not worth you. anything. I feel And yeah. the trouble is, I'm going to get one wide receiver I'm going to play. The other one is just a flex option, really, in Woods. Yeah. And, or he's just, if I can trade him with Lynch, probably, to try and get another good running back. Yeah. I don't, I just that's the problem. He's offered me a good wide receiver, but I'm giving up an okay one. In Parker, we don't quite know what he's going to do. Yeah, he's but unknown. he's you know he's again one of these probably going to you know it's every chance he can get fifteen points in the game for you, maybe more. Yeah, and those are the ones that you want really the solid, reliable performers. Get a couple of standouts. The rest of the team score you like fifteen points on average. You're going to win more games. Than yeah, that. yeah, no doubt. So yeah, still not inclined to get rid of him for that. If you want the number one player in the league, it's got to be worth more than that to me. I understand why he's offered what he's offered, but for me, there's still 
more risk than reward in that. Let me go back to him now and then. The trouble is, is that and we'll see if he can repost whilst we're online. Well, it may be, but the thing with uh, with Lynch is one, we don't know how he's really going to perform at Oakland. Two, I just don't really like him as a player. He doesn't it doesn't interest in me. You know, if I had the option to pick him, I'd pick someone else. Right. If I saw him there, unless he was like way down the list. It's like almost like a freebie pickup. He just doesn't interest me in the slightest to have him on my side. Um, yeah, so I just don't see me giving up my stud or the stud running back. Yeah, no, the value. Yeah, do you see what I mean? Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. But will he? Well, I've just asked him, so whether he replies whilst we're on air, who well, knows? I'll just reject the trades now. Yeah. Here. So we're using Sleeper Bot for our Dynasty League. Yes, we are. Asking and wondering. Massively good for commissioners like myself whilst you do that let's dive into the wide receivers shall we so like the last couple of weeks it's the top 15 we've got in PPR do you want to start I mean I imagine we've both got the same man at number one unless you've got uh, OB- yeah we have yeah. okay so we've both got Antonio Brown at number one yeah what have you you got nothing on him have you you haven't got any notes no not really he does what he says on the tin now exactly everyone expects that. him to be number one he probably will and as long as Big Ben doesn't get injured and plays you know average yep. he'll still be number one yeah for sure I mean, Antonio Brown is just an absolute PPR nightmare if you're playing against him. He averages 22.1 fancy points a game. 22.1 average, which is sick. Averages 0.7 touchdowns a game, 10 receptions at around 90 yards. So you get all of those and you're into the 22s. You take that all day long. I mean, he can outscore two wide receivers in one go if he goes off. In 2017, no player in the NFL reached 116 receptions or 1,569 receiving yards. Antonio Brown has averaged those same numbers over the past five seasons. <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous. Last year he didn't, obviously, but his years before that have dragged his average up. His current ADP is six. It's, you know, it's, it's the first wide receiver off the board, standard, and he's going between the behind, sorry, the top five running backs. I have got a little bit of um. If I get a top pick in our listener league, I, and it's not too much of a deep league, I think I'm going to go wide receiver, wide receiver. Even if I get an early one, I'm going to take Brown early. Yeah, yeah. I just, I've got this. I think I can get value late in three and four for two running backs and absolute stack wide out. But it's just something I'm playing with at the moment, so I'm thinking about it. Well, we're in enough leagues now. We've probably got four. Yeah, yeah. You can try a different approach for each one. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's essentially you, know, you can mix it up or go like wide receiver or let's say running back QB. Yeah, go you know. it's real early. Yeah, but if you want to get your man. Yeah, if you're going to get Rodgers, yeah. take him with three, I reckon. It would be interesting to see what roster you came up with if you went wide receiver or running back one, two. Then you took Rodgers in the third and then Ertz or Kelsey in the fourth because you're going to get yeah, I see top stud at every position and then see what you can fill up at the end. Yeah, see how that works out for yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, next week we're going to do tight ends. I mean, top, top top 15 tight ends might be tricky, so maybe we could do top 10 and then have a little mock. We could do a yeah, mock yeah, and yeah. really so, mess about. I was just thinking about that, yeah. Love it. Yeah, so that was Antonio Brown. Number one, straight up. In at two, this could, we could vary here, and we do. I've got a nod of the head from across the table. Yep. OBJ at two for you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course, because any reasons why? Just because you love him and no, he's not. OBJ. Well, the only reason I think he's number two, to be honest, is because of who throws the ball at him and the offence he's in. Yeah. <laughs> if he was at the Steelers, he'd be one. If he was at Green Bay, he'd be one. Or New England, probably. Yeah. He's a hell of a player. He is. And I don't think anyone's really found a way of stopping him yet. So if he stays fit... Yeah, he's, just, he's, he's unreal. Yeah, if he stays fit, then God help us. <laughs> Because oh, I'm good in this year. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, I've got Nuka too. He was so good last year. Absolutely unreal. He had a disappointing 2016. His quarterbacks were Brock Osweiler and Tom Savage, I think. 2016 saw him get 78 catches, 954 yards and four touchdowns. 2017, he absolutely... Off. Yeah, he turned up. He got 96 catches, which is up 18 from the year before. 1,378 receiving yards, which is up 424. 424 yards more. That is loads. And then you know, he had the league leading touchdowns last year at 13. And that's up 11 from the year before. So that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's up 9. Sorry, my maths has let me down terribly there. <laughs> but yeah, if Deshaun, Watson, if Deshaun Watson is fit and healthy... The, the way they played together last year, Nuke could be one all day long. Well, that's the only little problem with the Texans. you got a QB coming back from a major knee problem. Yeah, but even so, and like he played really well with the other chap who played quarterback. The name. Well, you got on. Well, on the list I have in front of me for this year. Yeah. Is Brandon Whedon no. and Joe Webb. No, I can't remember the guy's name. I uh, escaped me. But that slightly concerns me. But yeah. QB depth is never ever amazing, is it? I suppose. Yeah. The good thing about Nuke is his current ADP is eight, which you know you can toss and turn between yeah. him and OBJ as the next one off the board. But I have seen him fall to twelve. So yeah, I've seen people in mocks and stuff. I've seen people got OBJ uh, how at old ten, twenty six, twenty five. Oh, okay, so he's still got yeah, he's monster value in a dynasty as well to have him. Yeah, threes. Where are you at? Uh hang on, momento. Julio, <laughs> snap. Oh. Uh, I thought I had Julio high, so that's interesting. But no one agrees to what I say. Well, have you got Julio at three? The only, well, the thing is, he's another one that great, great player mm-hmm. who was absolutely let down by a appalling, say, slightly coaching and yeah. offense in general last year. New but coaching. I think, like a bit like Nuke the year before, quiet year for him. He'll bounce back this year. They've changed a lot. Yep. And uh, I think he's again another one where. He could fall a little bit because people might just look at the bare stats from last year and go, ah, oh, he's on the way down, but not really knowing the background, the history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it could be one that you can sneak and actually, really, you're getting, I think, a top top three wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Well, his current ADP is 14, so he's going second round in 10-team, even 12-team leagues. He's going second round. I mean, he's going behind people that he shouldn't be going behind for me. You know, last season, it was a down season, but he still scored over 1,400 yards. I mean, the last four seasons, he scored over 1,400. He was receiving yards, sorry, which is an unreal number. In 2015, he had 1,871 yards, which is a stupid amount of points. His touchdowns were down, but I think he'll be back up sort of seven or eight this year, maybe even more. Atlanta will be better. Like you said, second year of Steve Sarkeesian's system, so lock and load him for us. We've both got him at three. Consensus three. Who's your four? You've got Nuke at four. Yeah. Yeah, so I've got OBJ at four. A few stats on OBJ just to bounce off what Sparky said. His rookie season, he only played 13 games. Last year, he only played four or three and a half. And he's had 90 receptions in every single one of his seasons, over 1,300 yards, and 10 touchdowns in the three seasons. He's played all 18, 16 games. Apologies. His current ADP of 10, you know, for me, that's quite low. If you're on the turn and you could get Nuke and Beckham, then... Lock and load. Shivers. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> That's three and four covered because we've just swapped them about. Yeah. On to five, man. So I went for um, Thomas. So did I. This is interesting. The more research we tend to do about this sort of stuff, we're coming in line, which is interesting. I like it. Why Michael Thomas? Well, you can, you, you yeah, can use your notes. You can use one. my notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, him, as we all know, Jarvis Landry held the record for the most receptions in his first two at 
to NFL seasons with yep. 194. And then Thomas broke that record in 16-17 with 196 catches. Which is so many. Yeah. So many. And obviously he was playing PPR. Yeah. That's 196 <laughs> points straight out without any yardage. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and like you have quite rightly noted, it helps having a Hall of Fame QB throwing the ball. Yes, sir. And uh, True Breeze, he's knocking on a little bit now. 39. But you know, for a QB, yeah. Still a serviceable wage. Yeah. The trouble with the Saints is they did shift the way they they played last year, more of a run defense game. So Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas. His defense, oh gosh, his touchdown numbers. Sorry, went down, but that was because of the way the team was playing. But he's 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 absolutely a target monster, and he's going to be top ten. We've both got him at five, so yeah. you could even say top five. Yeah. Again, another absolute standout player, and I just think, like you say, that the way the team play. But you know, if they go all out. You know, he will score. They can outscore. Quality. They can outscore anyone. Yeah. Uh, his ADP is 15, so again, second round. And if you miss out on OBJ or Nuke, but you get one of them and you want to stack up WRs, why not with Michael Thomas? Yeah. Sixes, come on. <laughs> We're doing pretty well here. Yeah. you got Keenan Allen at yeah, six. Yeah, I have, yeah. Okay, so... It changes a little bit after that. Yeah, I also on. have Keenan Allen. Last year, the year before, was my first year of fantasy and he got really injured. What are you doing? Looking down the list. I'm looking down my list. <laughs> oh, I missed someone. He's missed excellent news. So he's missed. He's oh, he always does this. He always misses someone. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even someone rubbish. They're in the top ten receivers of the league. Uh, oh, he's rubbing off on me. So yeah, Keenan Allen was injured in 2016. Came back last season, played all 16 games. He was the number three wide receiver, which was unreal. He's now his prime age of 26. This is his sixth season. He's a little bit injury prone. He's got that tag, but after last season, he looks to have recovered back to full health and fitness. If he come, you know, last season he showed that he can get to 100 receptions, close to 1,400 receiving yards, and him and Philip Rivers have got a mind meld that no one else can match. And people, he showed last year you can't double cover him. He's unreal. So. ADP of 16, if he has a whole season like the end of last season, he was real slow to start last season, but his second half last year was unreal, so if you can get him at the ADP of 16 go for it, why not he could be one, if he has a season a whole season like the second half of last year he could be the one, both got him at 6, now Sparky is furiously typing in front of me because he's inserting the person he forgot no, Yeah, not into this, where are we now? We're at 7, we're at 7, to be honest as you kind of touched on earlier, I can't really separate Thielen and Diggs. Okay. I really like them both. Right. But I don't know whether it's individual or it's a team thing. Okay. I can't differentiate. They're, they're both capable of scoring like yeah. 25 points in a does, game. Does having Kirk Cousins thrown to them not worry you a bit because he's new in town? No. Okay. I'm expecting them to go all the way. He's only ever had... I think this is true. Wide receivers over a thousand yards in one season. Does that not limit their upside slightly? No. Okay, love it. So who you've got a seven? You've got a seven. Do you have a seven A, seven B, and no eight? No, it? no, no. Okay, no. I did write Thielen first as I was whittling my way through the list. Right. So Thielen's your seven. Yeah. And you like him more than Diggs? Why? Uh, I don't always have to be honest. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I had Thielen for a while in the league last year and he always performed for me he was so reliable and then Diggs had like a few outstanding games he got injured didn't he quiet. yeah he was like maybe that's part of it but like how he affected my league last year as I was learning my way through the game yeah I came to favour him a bit more I guess interesting yeah. so you've, you've got Thielen as your seven yeah I've no, got I've a- no stats to back that up but I say no it's no it's fine like I mean, if personal you, preference that's what you think 
then why not? We're we're both in this for different. You know, we've got different points of view where and stuff. Where did you put? Oh, okay. I was just going to say, where did you get AJ Green in this? So I've got him as my number seven. Okay. So the Bengals' struggle last year was real. They were terrible. Their O line was awful, which didn't give Andy Dalton a chance to throw the ball. Is he any? Where do you rate him as a quarterback? I'd say slap bang in the middle, eighteen. You know, I don't think he's terrible. There's thirty two teams. That doesn't make him slap bang in the middle, does it? No. Sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. So just just over eight. I'm still sticking with eighteen. I don't uh, care. Okay. No, okay. Yeah. But he's proved that he's pretty good. He needs a decent O line, and they signed John Ross to be the ancillary on the other side to AJ Green, offering an option like we spoke about earlier, mm. an absolute burner. AJ Green didn't have John Ross to help him out last year. Tyler Eifert wasn't there, and if you can only throw to AJ Green and you don't have an O line, they're going to want to get it out quick. And mm. as we saw last year, AJ Green struggled. Because the ball was on him too fast, and a couple of times he tried to grab it, probably shouldn't have let it fall in complaint, incomplete. But it bobbled up, and there was a couple of you know interceptions off AJ Green's hands. And fair play to the guy; he's going after every ball. If Dalton can be given a bit more time, then I think AJ Green will be good. I've tried to get him absolutely everywhere. I also got his shirt for my birthday, <laughs> so I'd like to have him, especially in the Dynasty League. Dynasty League, apologies. I, I, I've put a few trade offers out but Dan if you're listening to this I very much doubt it but I know you're a busy man but just decline the trade so I can move on that's all I want just get it off the board a few stats on my boy AJ he, he, got? so his average in seasons with 15 or more games played are 84.2 receptions 1200 yards and 9.4 touchdowns I see him as a bounce back candidate this year because he wasn't great last year, and like for reasons we've just stated, his ADP is twenty. So if you're, yeah, it's this thing again, a bit like Julio with the, uh, say, had a, poor, a bit of a poor year. Yeah, I, th- I mean, if you could stack Julio and Green, it's they're at different ends of really of the draft. But I don't know. I can just, I, I don't think you'd be able to get them together. But yeah, so I've got AJ at seven. I think he's going to go well. Why not? He's he's unreal technically one of the best players in the league yeah so for me at seven now we move on to the snowman number eight where you at with that well I've got a cluster of players I wasn't sure where to put in the list he's one of them Devonta Adams Devonta Adams for the people who can't see us yeah no no, I'm just um... (laughs) so for your cluster how many people have you got in the cluster two no so you have a pair that's not true I know uh, so T.Y. Hilton Devonta Adams Amari Cooper and Doug Baldwin. Right, okay. I don't really know. The thing with Adams, without Rogers throwing at him, didn't do that much. I don't know, he's pretty he did good. did alright, and I don't know whether that's a fair reflection of him or not. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know. He scored about... 10 touchdowns last year. Yeah, and he played eight weeks without Rogers, probably. Yeah, so he can still score touchdowns. Yeah, he was the wide receiver 14 last year, so he missed okay. Rogers. But as your second as your second wide receiver, getting a 14 is not the end of the world. No. Um, unless you've gone running back early, which, I mean, and he's got an ADP of 19, so I imagine if you've gone running back early, he'll be at the end of the second and you could snaffle him as your one. He is the touchdown leader over the last two seasons, and he is only 25 years old, so not oh, a bad good. dynasty yeah. pickup. I just think I've got him at eight because I think even though Jimmy Graham is a washed up tight end now, he's still going to be a red zone target, which would take away from Adams, and Adams doesn't get a lot of receptions and doesn't go over a thousand yards my boy Aaron Yeager would probably tell me differently but I just can't see him going over the thousand yards just because they've got so many weapons there now if Cobb hasn't bounced back why the devil not so yeah I've got him at eight 
Now my nine, I've got Larry Fitz. Yeah, I've got him at ten. So pretty, pretty close. The only note I've written against him, obviously, he's going to be a reliable player. Yep. Just don't know how he's going to do with a new QB throwing at him. New yep. system, all change there. Bit of an unknown quantity. Should be good for a steady sort of 12 to 15 points a game, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's topped 100 receptions each of the last three seasons, so I think he only needs 109 receptions to move to second overall. Oh, really? Or first. It's not first, I don't think. I think that might. That's somebody else. But I think, yeah, to go to second in receptions overall, he only needs 109. So it wouldn't surprise me that the Cardinals chase that for him. And Sam Bradford, if he does play all 16, not last year, but the year before that, he was the most accurate quarterback in the league. Which I've seen. Yeah. Potential there, though. Yeah, I mean, Christian Kirk, second round rookie this year, but he's a slot receiver as well. They're going to try him on the outside, but I think they've got him to replace Larry Fitz when Larry retires. The good thing about Larry is in PPR, his ADP is 44. So if you're going to take running back, running back, you can pick him up in the fourth or late third and absolute steal. Yep. And if he does have 109 and goes off again, he could be the wide receiver five. So I really like him. I really like him this year. That's our last single digit into tens. This is where I've, I think, yeah, this is where I've got my first Viking. Oh, fair enough. Who's your 10? Fitz. You've got Fitz at 10. So no, AJ Green at 9. Okay. I missed, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So I've got Adam Thielen at 10. Okay. Now, for me, I prefer Diggs as a player over Thielen. But I think in PPR, Thielen will get more targets, which is higher up, which is why he's higher up my list. Ended 2016 really strongly. He had 12 catches, 202 yards and two touchdowns in week 16. And then he didn't let up after that. Last season, he was an absolute monster, like you said before. He had so many targets, 143 targets, which is a lot. Only 91 catches on those, so what's that? About a 60%, just over 60%. Yeah, so last year, he had 143 targets, which is so many. And he had 91 catches off of them, which is just above 60%. 1,200 yards and four TDs. He was a PPR beast. Now gets Kirk Cousins, which... Who knows how that's going to go. You really like him. I'm a little bit more reserved on the issue. And like I said before, I like Diggs as well. Be interesting to see how Pat Shermer goes. But Thielen always finds a way to get open. And he's got an ADP of 31, which is pretty cheap if he does become your one. Yeah. At 11, where are you at legs? Uh, this get, well, I mean, I'll write this list quickly. And you can argue about the next four or five all day. <laughs> so the end of your list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans. Oh, oh God. Uh, and then Anna wrote down this is why I stopped doing numbers this is where I get to the, the cluster of I couldn't quite I didn't quite have enough time to sort of Break it say down. yeah we've, I've got um, also had as a sort of outsider might score quite do better than people expect is Juju I like him so here's my thing on Juju go on Joe at work obviously the goldfish manager <laughs> as everyone who listens to the pod knows drafted Juju after speaking to somebody that he won't tell me who said that Juju is going to be there too He's going to have a breakout this season and he's going to be there too. Uh-huh. Now, for me, Juju is a slot receiver. That's not just me saying that. He's played a high majority of his snaps out of the slot. Yeah. When the Steelers run two wide plays, Juju isn't on the field. So, Martavius Bryant was their second last year. Obviously, he's now at the Raiders. Yeah. So, you've definitely got Antonio Brown on the left. Juju's their slot receiver. And James Washington, you don't have to look that up. Uh-huh is their three. He's a rookie. He will be their second wide receiver in two wide selections, which limits Juju scoring. Yes, Juju had a good year last year, but for me, James Washington could break out as a rookie. And that's why I drafted him. I stand corrected. That one. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to get that. We're definitely going to get that. So 
at 11, I've got Doug Baldwin. He didn't quite break a 1,000 yards last year, but he got eight touchdowns on 75 receptions, which is pretty good. Yeah, the thing with him is he's got an awesome QB thrown at him. That's exactly and he's a good it. player, yeah, he but it does help when you've got... If you can lock him in as your wide receiver too as well, why not? He's got an ADP of 30, might fall later just because of his knee now. So watch his ADP, keep an eye on it, and he could be a steal. Yeah. I mean, they don't have Jimmy Graham anymore, so expect more red zone looks yeah. for Doug Baldwin. On to 12, you don't really have any you've, you've mentioned. Well, yet. I say I get into this, like, where do you stand on Mike Evans? I don't have him. Okay, fair enough. I don't like him. Not with Winston banned. Winston's yeah, banned. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I've more just as an individual. Because I didn't take him. I had the chance to take him in the dynasty and I didn't. Yeah, I, it, with Winston I the right there, that, I would have liked him. But now Winston's gone, personally, I don't want to touch him without with anybody's barge pole, let alone my own. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing about, I guess, T.Y.'s on this list and he's another, you know, if so, he's fit. He looks I've like a got great pick. Yeah, I've got Ty at twelve. Is Luck going to play? Who knows. But if Luck doesn't play, Hilton, like last year, showed that he needs Andrew Luck more than he can go up and get it himself. Was Hilton's peak in twenty sixteen with Andrew Luck? He led the league in receiving yards at fourteen hundred. I, I don't know. All reports that Luck is throwing well. I mean, in training, he's he went only seven on sevens the other day. He went nineteen for twenty two. So that's a high completion rate, and he's absolutely zinging it, apparently. T.Y. Hilton could be a top five wide receiver, and as an ADP of 32... Yeah, he's in his prime now, really, as well. Yeah. He's 28. I love him. I love him this season, which is why I'm going... I shouldn't be saying this, because Aaron's listening, but I'm going big on him in the Dynasty League auction. In at 13, I've got Amari Cooper. Now, Amari Cooper last year was poop. Straight up (laughs) rubbish. Well, this is why, again, I put him on the notes at the bottom of my page, because uh, a lot of people rave about him, Yeah, and yeah, he was rubbish last so, year, yeah, I mean, which he's... is why I wasn't quite sure whether to put him in this or not, or whether you just make a mockery. I'm no, glad no, no. you mentioned him, so it feels slightly better, that I kind of touch on and know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what was I say for that? He is my 13, his first two seasons, he saw a thousand yards in each of those 700 yards last year didn't apparently he was hampered by an ankle injury Derek Carr came out and said so as much Derek Carr was also injured played a couple of games with a broken back that's tough I'd say what you want about the boy Derek Carr is tough what's John Gruden going to do that's my only concern he said he wants to go back to 1998 and to reduce the game back 20 years reverse even is it's not for me he could be good he could be absolutely unreal. He's showed out. He's got the talent. I mean, against Kansas City last year, he went off, went over 300 yards and a couple of touchdowns. And His bust levels are ridiculous. He could well be a fantasy trash can, but then he's definitely got the ability to be a one. ADP of 36 is a little bit too rich for me. If he dropped into the fourth, I'd take him both. If he dropped to the fifth, I'd take him as my three flex, something like that. In at 14, I've got my other Viking, my boy Stefan Diggs. Now, I've got him in a lot of places and other drafts I've done. Anywhere that I've been drafting, if I've done one with Josh, Josh has sniped him before me. Again, he did it in a dynasty we're in because he knows I like him so much. When he's good, he separates as good as anyone in the league. He's got health concerns, but... I just I love him. I absolutely love him. And his ADP is thirty three again, fourth round. So if you can stay fit for sixteen games, I think he'd be good as as good as Thielen, if not better. Cousins has got a cannon. Diggs, as we saw in the game against Saints, can go up and get it and and turn a play into a match winner. So he is my fourteenth. And then have we been through your list? 
Yeah, pretty much. And you got Jamarius Thomas on there. I have, yeah. I've got DT as my 15th. Now, I had to get a Bronco on there. I didn't have to. There's probably other players. I could have put Mike Evans on, but like I stated earlier, I don't like him. I don't want anything to do with him this year. Demarius Thomas, yeah, he's boring, he's old, and he's a veteran, but he's got a really low ADP of 47. I mean, he's got Case Keenum, who was wicked last year. Is Case Keenum going to be like last year? Who knows? But he's got a decent team, a good defence. He's had at least 140 targets over the last six seasons, which is a lot. And if he gets them this year, and you're getting him at ADP 47... Laughing. Yeah, I really I really like it. So that was my top 15. I'm all out. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I think we kind of like touched on most of it. One quick thing yeah. I did kind of mention to you off air. Yeah. There are quite a few sides looking through this list that don't have proper, genuine, standout, quality wide receivers. They have good ones, or they have a couple of good ones. Yep. But no standouts. No standouts. For example, go with New England. Yeah. Especially now they don't have cooks. Yeah. Without looking at that list, could you have even named their wide receivers? I would struggle. Um, no, I'm tired. <laughs> so Jordan Matthews is gone Edelman's there but banned Malcolm Mitchell no not Malcolm Mitchell there is a Mitchell isn't yeah there? Malcolm Mitchell follows his list Chris Hogan is the number one oh on this yeah, that's list. it I knew I was missing someone um, Corderell Patterson Corderell Patterson Philip Dorsett yeah, and pretty... Braxton Berrios never heard of him so I assume that they're just going to throw to Gronk all day especially in those first four games about Edelman if you've got Gronk lock and load him I'm playing Gronk week one not excited about it (laughs) not excited about it whatsoever yeah Um, so yeah there's a few teams that the Eagles yeah I mean Alshon Jeffrey he's definitely their one but he's not a stud is he yeah this is my this is where I was going with it who do you think's won at the 49ers good win over no, Garson. Garson. I think Garson. Yeah. Titans. My Corey. boy Corey Davis. Yeah. Rashad Matthews. Uh, gosh. I should know that. Eric Decker was there last year but isn't anymore. Don't know. Taiwan Taylor. Taiwan Taylor. The Redskins. They've got Ooh. three reasonably good. Crowder. Doxon. Richardson. Yes. You're doing well today. On fire. Let's uh, not see supper. The Jets. The Jets. I've just done a piece on them, so yeah, you can't sure. catch me out. Yeah, gone in. Oh, so who's their one? Robbie Anderson's probably their one. Yeah. Jermaine Curse two. Or Quincy Anunua. Yeah, they're, they're 74-76 yeah. on this list, so they're close. And then you've got Jermaine Curse and Terrell Pryor. Yeah, although he's... He's low down, isn't he? No, well, no, he's 87, but hasn't he just got... Who got injured? No, Elijah Maguire, running back. Oh, yeah, sorry. Right. Come on then, test me. Who else you got? Test you. This could, I could go up a ball of flames here. <laughs> yeah. In a fire engine drop. <laughs> the Jags. Because they're wide receivers. Mark Eastley. Yeah. Yep. He's uh, one. Of this list. Uh, it's literally here yeah. on the front of my head. Dee Dee Westbrook. Yeah. And who was the other guy who was really good last year? Oh, there's two on the list as in names I recognise. The other two. Oh, uh, no. Cole, yeah. Keelan Cole. Yeah, well done. And I you should... liked him as well. Oh, that makes it even worse. Yeah, I'm just gonna load his, load him up. See if I can get a clue for you. Okay, because obviously Alan Hearns was there, but left. Come on, this is terrible. Apparently, he's gonna start over Dee Dee Westbrook as well. That's not a clue. That's a terrible clue. His college. No, that won't help. <laughs> uh, he was drafted no at number ninety in I the don't. third round by the Indianapolis. Oh, by Indianapolis. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Not Dorset. Dante Moncrief. Yes. Well done. Good effort, sir. Oof, that took me a while. I should have got that earlier. That's poor. No, that's right. All right. But you get my point. Yep. I, know, I mean, three of the four sides, in the, you know, so we talk about the Super Bowl. Championship and, games. And the championship game. Three of the four sides don't have a standout wide receivers. No. Obviously, the Steelers have got Brown. Yeah. But after that. Yeah. I think, you know, if you've got three average players to throw to, it's just as good as having a stud. They get you the same yardage and you can spread the ball about. We saw it with the Rams last year. So is it more about the quality of the QB than anything else? Uh, not really, because Jared Goff, he's okay. He's an average NFL quarterback. He's not a great fantasy option, but it just shows you if you've got options all over the field, then... It's easier. Yeah, and if you yeah. scheme for him as well, if you scheme for Goff with three capable receivers, then obviously they were the top point scorers in the league last year, so yeah, yeah. it works. Yeah, yeah. So no, whether we'll, we'll, will we see more teams go along that route? I think it's a good idea, because I... AJ Green proves that if you're the only cow in the field, you ain't going to get a ball all the time if you're just marked. We need to drop players. Yeah, yeah, well. I was going to say that. But yeah, you just get marked out of a game. Yep, no doubt. And with no other option, everyone knows they're either just going to give up trying to throw it or, yeah, or just throw it to Green and you pick him all the time. Yeah. Long. I love that. Uh, yeah. A little quick note we've just opened up our listener league. If you want to be involved, just at us on absolutely anything and I'll send you the link to. We should have probably put this at the start of the podcast. Yeah, but then only the real hardcore fans that are (laughs) left at the end. Uh, Real hardcore. Yeah, so we're currently at eight, I think. Yeah, there's definitely other people still to come. I know at least two others. The goldfish manager at work's brother-in-law and a few friends are in. We're just going to keep going until we get an even number. It's currently set at 20 team. That's probably a little deep. But it's quite good, actually. A 20 20 team league is pretty good because it really tests your metal. Yeah, challenge your depth. Uh, yeah we've got a few people from our league who are already in it and then we've got Jack Humphrey from the Kickers Matters podcast which is good news welcome aboard Aaron Yakel writer for Dynasty Happy Hour he's also in my auction league he knows his stuff so it's good to have some people in there with who don't just play against us yeah um, yeah so if you want to get involved in that just we're everywhere it's at 5 Yard Rush I didn't get a counter offer as well no you, trade no new ha- trade no new trade that's interesting yeah he sent me... Oh, hang on, wait. I've got a picture from Josh. I'm not sure I'm happy with this. He's texting the commissioner his advice. On I think it's because he knows we're doing the podcast. Okay. Joe Kevin has offered Josh. So Josh is going to receive Mike Evans and Marlon Mack and he will get back Devin Funchess and Sonny Michelle. Wow, that's strong. That's really strong. I'd, Sonny Michelle is an unknown quantity. Yeah, he could be a good running back, but Mike Evans, I know he didn't make my top 15, but he's a stud. And Marlon Mack, who could be the one, I'd, I'd take that. Joe is hurting himself there. But what do I say? Like, I, is, is it the dynasty thing with the taking a rookie running back? Yeah. Could be. Is that the only little crumb of And then he's giving away Evans, and Evans isn't... A slouch. No. It's not charity. <laughs> I don't know. Up to him. He's a boss. That's true. That's true. So, well, I suppose, you know, go find us on Stitcher, Podbean. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Yeah. just Or just join one of our leagues to be a part of it all. Yeah, that's exactly it. Get yourself involved. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and it's at 5 Yard Rush. Yeah, send us a message. Let us know. Just say hi. And again, Maryland, represent. We didn't get a college team, so let us know who we should... Re- you know, we may even get a shirt and put it up in our new studio, which we're working towards, because... Baby Mitchell is well on its way, and there's no stopping that one. It's almost cooked. <laughs> it is almost cooked. So I suppose that's us, man. It's yeah. been an absolute pleasure. I'm buzzing for next week. 
could have some whole new sound effects and a whole new way of recording. Yeah, yeah that's that's going to be good fun. Also, and a door. Did you know this is the last day of the year without American football? Is it really? Yeah, the Hall of Fame game is tomorrow. Yeah. So from tomorrow, American football is back in our live, baby. Oh, I can sleep happy tonight. Exactly that. Climb into your little American football gym jams <laughs> and sleep like a baby. That's a good place to end. Absolutely. So until next week, guys, it's been yeah. fun. Thanks, Thanks a lot. lot. Keep rushing. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.